Hey friends, welcome to the Renovating You podcast. We're so glad you're here. We don't get a do-over in life, but we do have the opportunity to renovate our story. Are you ready to get unstuck? Are you ready to move forward? Are you ready to thrive? Let's do this, renovators. Yes. Hey, renovators, and welcome back to the Renovating You podcast. They're also known as the Renovating Crew. They are. Right? What, yes, else, they what are. else are they known for? An amazing audience. I know that. An amazing but I didn't, audience. Yes. I did not use renovating in that in that description. Friends. Um, friends. friends. There you go. We have friends, yes, people. There you go. <laughs> Family. <laughs> or is my community. word? Community. There are peeps. There are you know, I use that yes. word a lot. Yes. So it's all it's all good. But we are so glad that you're here. So I am recording today with Bethany. Hello, hello. Beth. Hey, Denise and Bethany. Hello. Alex, extraordinaire. He's given peace signs so that he's a nine on the Enneagram, so that's good. And I am Denise, and we are so grateful that you have joined us. So we are still continuing, right, in our thoughts. We're that's still there. we are doing. There's a lot of thoughts. There's a lot of them. Like 80,000 thoughts? Yeah. Well, good yeah. news is we're not going to have 80,000 podcasts Mm-mm. on thoughts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which we could. But we could, um, because I think as you go into any topic, any subject... Whenever you say, Lord, what do you have? Heal my thoughts. Make me aware of my thoughts. We are surprised when he shows up. Yes. We kind of are, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes. To the degree that he does. To the degree that he does. We're expecting like a one or two word answer. Right. Like saying, I'm here, Denise. And I'm like, you got anything else? But that's not when you really, when your heart posture is, Mm -hmm. I really want to know. Yeah. And he really Mm -hmm. shows up. He really shows up. And mm-hmm. so we are going to take three different podcasts and we are going to, like we like to do, focus on each one of us mm-hmm. of really what God has been doing in our hearts, mm-hmm. especially like this last month, maybe yeah. a little bit longer than that. I know for a lot of us and maybe even you as listeners, as you've you know watched our journey, heard our journey, maybe know us from church and we share a lot of things in class, obviously that we aren't able to share in this podcast due to time factors. Although we are going to be able to make an opportunity for you to be part of our class. So you'll have to stay, stay tuned, stay tuned for that. But I think sometimes, you know, as we're going through life, we really do do life in layers. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes we'll say to ourselves, man, I wish that would happen to me. Mm -hmm. Or how come I don't hear like that? Mm hmm. How come I get a one word answer? Well, this is what I want to tell you is that there's been a lot of my life where there's been one word answers or there's also been a lot of my life where my own negative thoughts I'm thinking is God. Correct. I can yeah. attest to that. Not for you, but for me. Yes, we can attest to it for, me for myself. You've heard me talk crazy sometimes. Girl. Yes, I have. So you can even tell me. Yeah, <laughs> like, girl. I'm going to attest. <laughs> girl. I am going to attest <laughs> to you. I'm going to give you the truth and love. I know you enough now yes. where it's like, yeah, I yeah. kind of know when you're going cray cray. Yeah. Uh, so you got to reel me back in, right? So we want to really just let you know, like, what does it look like when we really give God permission to show up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think sometimes we're really afraid. I what do you guys think? Do you think we're afraid sometimes of what God's going to show up and say to us? What do you think? I don't I don't think as afraid. I just think of 
like when I prayed the prayer, Lord, um, you know, take like the yuckiness in my heart and reveal it to me. Mm-hmm. Show me the areas, you know, put me on the potter's wheel, that whole, that whole thing. I don't, I'm not scared of the outcome, but then when the outcome comes, I'm like, oh, okay, we're doing this now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't expecting it so soon. You're like, okay, right now? now? Yeah. yeah. Like we're doing this right Tonight. now. And, and and that kind of like catches me off guard. But then it's also like, okay, Lord, you really don't like this in my life. Let's mm-hmm. do this. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, yes, Lord, I'm with you on that instead yeah. of running. How about you, Beth? Yeah. I don't think it would be fear, although if it's going to be a process, right, that can yeah. be fearful because sometimes we don't know. Is, are we ending like right now it's, you know, first mm-hmm. of June. So Lord, are you telling me like by June 23rd, it'll all be good or, you know, we don't know. And so sometimes when I'm asking of the Lord to come and to, to speak or to, you know, give me direction, mm-hmm. right? Reveal that scary, oh God, reveal my heart, you know, mm-hmm. areas that, that, that aren't of you. Sometimes that can be scary. Um, fortunately, we know better than to go down a negative slide. Like, darn it, I thought I, I thought mm-hmm. I dealt with that. You know, we don't allow the, the the shame message to come. But I I always end up at such a better place when I ask mm-hmm. him. And I think if there's any type of fear that would come, it would, it would just be maybe just the unknown of God. What 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 are you going to do? Mm-hmm. But I trust him so much. I, I don't know that fear isn't part of the equation anymore. There's it's becoming an expectation that he'll show up because mm-hmm. he loves yeah. he loves his daughters and his sons yeah. for you men. Do you think sometimes I'm going to ask the two of you this. Do you think sometimes that one of the reasons why we may go into fear is because we really feel that his love for us or devotion to us or his relationship with us is going to chastise us is going to judge us do you think a lot of times that is what holds people back from saying i just want to know because we really don't think it's going to be great or we'd have no problem going there yeah. you know what i mean we're, yeah. we're yeah. we want to but you're like the next breath is almost what's that going to look like yeah. and then you almost yeah. want to take a step back yeah i think for the person that would say god speak to me but i'm scared i i would have to believe that they're dealing with some areas that there's some woundings from maybe an earthly father or a man that says that uh, correction is going to be harsh. It's not going to be dealt with love. Mm -hmm. It's going to be judgmental, you know, kind of like, you know, beat me into submission type thing. This hurts me more than it hurts you, you know, Mm -hmm. those types of things. I don't believe they realize the depth of the love that God has Mm -hmm. for them because just like a good earthly parent you're going to receive instruction and, and maybe discipline, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's to better, right? I mean, we, you know, for Bethany, like when I would discipline you, it was because I wanted there to be discipline in your life or there's, right. you know, you don't do this and there's a consequence. And so too with our walk, like I don't want to get sloppy in areas. I want the Lord to kind of mm-hmm. go, hey, you know, when we talked about the 23rd Psalm and I said right. so many times I'd be like in the field upside down and, you know, in yeah, that cast position, going. the legs going, <laughs> little legs, right? Help Jesus. And then the, yeah, the, the good shepherd comes and goes, would you look at Beth out there doing her mm-hmm. own thing? Bless her heart. She's That's away funny. from the people and she needs to be in the, in the flock. And yeah. he would take me, but, but even at that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that long walk with the shepherd, he, he does it cause he loves us. He doesn't chastise us, you know? So I would say yes, then I think if somebody feels fearful of hearing from God, maybe they've never heard maybe even a soft voice. Um, yeah. Because even when the Lord is bringing correction to my life, 
it's it's yeah it's it's loving i i yeah. don't that's why i know his voice so mm -hmm. clear because i know what it i know what it isn't and it's yeah. never condemning right yeah. it's never condemning so no. so no. i would it's like i would love to say that has been my story but it hasn't been mine and as you were talking um, like and maybe some listeners say yes, Beth Bethany, that is my story too. But maybe some of you will say, mm, maybe this maybe this is my story. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was parented because again we think about God how we do our parents. Correct. We have in many ways yeah. the same type of relationship. Mm -hmm. We just do. We do. And I remember, and I really have thought in my life that this is what God would do, and I would like submit myself to the process. But it wasn't a fun process. It wasn't mm -hmm. an enlightening process because how I was parented and sadly how that spilled over into how I parented Alex is that we point out all of your failures in order for you to succeed. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. So we strip you down to nothing mm -hmm. all in the name of love in order to make you not prideful new and shiny yeah <laughs> so keep you speak. humble maybe uh, maybe that mm -hmm. or just that this is the way mm. that you have to skewed view yeah yes but that is how i grew up mm. and that is also sadly how i parented alex um, yeah and that it wasn't fun having that be how you saw your parents because in other words you never looked forward to a conversation mm -hmm. yeah right Right. And yeah. then though I was like, you know, I love you and this is gonna be good and we're you know, we're on our journey and I'm a different sort of person. I wanted to be. My heart was there, but so mm -hmm. much of my journey was repeating mm -hmm. what I had seen because that's all I had. I mean right. we, yeah. we open up the notebook of our hearts and our minds and we take our pen and start writing on the blank slate of the notebook of our children. Exactly yep. what we do. Yeah. And so yep. I literally, it's been only, and I can honestly say this, it's been only like a year. Well, you know, Beth, I mean, some of our conversations, mm -hmm. like a year, yeah. maybe year and a year half, and a half. maybe, mm -hmm. where I have really begun to feel the Father's love, to experience it, not mm -hmm. just know about it, but to really have it make a deposit in my heart. And wow. one of the things that I can say is that he is gentle. Mm -hmm. He's gentle and mm -hmm. a parent as he is our, you know, heavenly parent, heavenly father. When you have not experienced gentle, you're bracing yourself for the ugly. Mm -hmm. And even though truth is revealed and even though there is, hey, did you think about this, Denise? Or maybe you might want to think about that. The ways in which it's done. Mm hmm is anything but harsh it's anything but condemning it is it is soft it is sweet it is tender and it goes right to the place it needs to go mm -hmm. it doesn't yeah. even trickle no yeah. it's like when you really let him and so maybe you're maybe you've experienced that too maybe you never have experienced it mm -hmm. of what you know of what i'm talking about but we are going to share some things again that God is doing in our hearts, in our lives, in our ministry, in yeah. our in our conversations, the three of us have mm -hmm. the conversations yeah. when we bring yeah. Brent and Alex in because they're part of renovating you two on the male side, and we're yeah. we're we're becoming way more self-effacing. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? yeah. Way more trusting of each other. You have to, to grow. Way more you trusting do. of each you other. Really, oh, yeah. Really learning that someone really does have your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not they have your back so they can stab you. Right. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. No. It's almost like hugging somebody who, like, you know, puts the knife. You've seen those movies, right? Yeah. You're like, oh, I love you. Hugging, Come here. Let me give you a hug. Yeah, you're hugging like, a porcupine. Then you see the panic on the face because they've just had a knife put yeah. through. Yeah. <laughs> right. You're like, what's happening? See yeah. the change. <laughs> I've had that experience in life. Yeah. I have had that experience in life way too many times, and I would like to own of like, really, I never saw that coming. Yeah. Yeah. But God is a God of wonderful surprises. Yeah. When God says, "Come yeah. here." He doesn't have a knife extended yes. to, you know, kill that part of us. Yes. I mean, and that's the thing. No. God does yeah. strip right? those parts. I know, Bethany, he's been doing that. And yes. you, we're going to hear from you, Stat, yes. here. But, you know, I was thinking, you know, here we're talking about, you know, hearing from God. And and for me, that, you know, it, it evokes, you know, I, I get excitement. Certainly there's that unexpected, Lord, what are you going to speak to me? And is this going to require change and work on my part? But But I trust you with the outcome, right? I trust you with my life and but yet I know that's not the experience of every listener and Denise you Mm -hmm. um, spoke to that and so you know here we you know made a conscious decision Lord we're going to really listen to you we're going to respond to what you say to us and so we wanted to share some of the things we had heard the Lord speak to us not so that you could go oh well that's really good for you three but there might be some parts of Mm -hmm. our story that we heard that you can connect with and also so that you the listener will be able to take the time to listen to what God's doing and to see him in the everyday. And, you know, I know, Bethany, you've had an amazing last couple months just really mm-hmm. getting close to, to, to God. So do you want to just kind of yeah. share about some things that have been going off in your heart? Yeah, I'll start with this statement. It says, pride is dangerous and humility is so powerful. And I never, I never viewed it that way. Mm-hmm. I feel like the past year, I viewed humility as weakness. Mm -hmm. And so that quote wrecks me every time I read it because I was deceived. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was deceived by my pride. I was deceived by even that statement. So it was about, I don't even know, a couple months ago, the Lord started to do a, a, a deep work in me I probably prayed the prayer in my closet, Lord, you know, put me on the wheel. I'm ready. You know, change mm-hmm. my heart. I'm ready. And then, you know, he's like, okay, I have a couple things for you. You're still dealing with fear. You're still dealing with anxiety and there's still pride. He obviously didn't say it like that, but he showed me because I started to see a pattern when I went to different events. Recently, I went to an event a couple months ago, a women's conference and there was, there was people who were praying over other people. And there was women speakers. And the whole time, it was hard for me to receive because I kept saying, oh, I could do better than them. Oh, I should be up there. Why didn't they ask me? Do they know who I am? And even saying that right now just makes me want to throw up because I, I was so, I was deceived by the spirit of pride. Mm-hmm. And even during that conference, there was a tug in my spirit of, oh my goodness, Bethany, I can't believe you just said all that. All that, and then the other part of me was like, well, you deserve it. Look at all, look at, look at you, how much you've come from. Like, look at all you've done so far. You know, like it, I was like, my spirit and flesh mm-hmm. were really at it, and that's when the Lord was like, he's like, he took the helicopter light and he sh- he's showing it right on my pride, and he's like, we are gonna deal with this now. Mm-hmm. 
And at the moment, I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know how to deal with it because I never recognized it until that moment. You know, Mm -hmm. we all deal with pride. But I think at that moment, I was like, wow, my pride is so deep Mm -hmm. that it's putting blinders on my eyes. And I can't even receive from what amazing women of the Lord are speaking right now because I have so much pride right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is the beginning of the deep work he started to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you have any other. Well, I know you. Pers- I mean, I can keep going, but. I, I know you said, you know, I know you've kind of dealt with this before. Um, Like you felt like, oh, you know. I've like, always dealt with jealousy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Those yes. two, the jealousy when you were young. Comparison. And then it turned into pride i don't know if the jealousy left i don't know you can speak to that yeah it's i'm not yeah i I, I thought but it's like as her as she grew up in age there wasn't the people to compete with because i never really heard that maybe you competed against yourself i don't know but then it was the pride as you've mentioned of your own accord i should be there i need to be behind the microphone or i could do it better right and so i think as you began to see the similarities the ugliness of it yeah. and i think it began to come to a head yeah. and that's when you're like i've got to get a handle on this because i think you finally saw it for what it, it was you yeah. saw the devastation and you yeah. saw the can we say decades it's had on your life maybe not decades but well you know what i i will say this you've shared earlier about your problems in school with the eye uh, yeah. you know, the eye, the vision. And so, had a, you know, yeah. a slower start in school. And I find it interesting that the enemy has a response to that, to your heart, which mm-hmm. is you're better than them. Prove, your, prove, mm-hmm. prove. Yeah, prove. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's been, you know, to me, the enemy's mm-hmm. response to you're having a hard time in school. You're better than all of them. Yeah. Just do better, work harder, be, you know what I mean? Push, push, push. And right. so um, how had that played out in high school and stuff? Uh, maybe for a listener who hasn't heard, what did that look yeah, like? Yeah, so when, my, when I finally got my eye fixed at 14, what is that, my freshman? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freshman, instead of, you know, when people looked at me, oh, who, Bethany, who are you looking at? You know, I was in a shell. I didn't want to talk to anybody because I did not want them to see my eyes. So to answer your question, I it, it came as, okay, now that my eyes are fixed, it's game time. I'm going to prove to everybody I'm not shy. I'm going to prove to everybody that I am something in this world. And so I'm just going to find something I'm really good at, which at the time was sports. And I'm just going to be the best. I'm going to be the captain. I'm going to hang out with popular people, even if, even if I didn't even want to be their friends. Like I have to prove, you know, to be something. And that, yeah, pride definitely entered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it wasn't like I didn't see, I didn't view it as pride. I mm-hmm. just viewed it as, oh, I'm a child mm-hmm. of God. Yes, of course I'm going to do all this. Yeah. And we were talking the other day. And I said, I find it interesting that the pride came in, even a spiritual, even the church. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I could, know, I, I could run that, is. I could run that ministry different. I, is, I right. Yeah. I know. I know. It's horrible. All of our stuff when we talk about it. It's like wow, but sin is blinding, mm, and at the is. time, it might even feel a little good to go. I know I'm better than her. Mm-hmm. I don't need to prove anything. Although you're trying to prove it, you know everything. It, it, it did, but it the conflict that was in my yeah. spirit was not okay. It was not okay. Even though, even when I would say that, I'd get mad at myself, and so I was always that like anxious feeling. 
there was no peace Mm -hmm. because I was like having to prove to everybody, oh, do you see me? Mm -hmm. Even though I'm like, oh, no, Bethany, you're not going to be seen. It's okay. Like I, you know, like talk myself to it. So, yeah. Hey, renovators. We just want to take a pause in our conversation here to welcome our sponsor, CJ Warren, located here in Crown Point, Indiana. CJ Warren is a full service salon anywhere from skin to hair. And a lot of you guys have said that you love my hair. So let's take a listen to Karina, who is the owner, and why she decided to sponsor Renovating You. Every year we set a goal as a salon where we want to put our energy as far as with each other and our guests, the other businesses that we support. And this year in December, we decided that it should always come from a place of love. So that was our goal this year. It was like, make sure that everything we do and support is from a place of love. And I was so inspired by the things you were telling us about your passion in this podcast and renovating you, where you came from with it and what your all-time goal is with it to help people just really renovate themselves and be their best person and start from the inside out. And it just spoke to me about, you know, what we do is very outward we're we're serving other people we're we're doing it from a place of love in a way to help them look beautiful on the outside and you're just doing the same exact thing from the inside I just thought that was so wonderful and that we could support your cause because we feel the same way we want to help people put their best face forward we want to see people's true beauty shine through and definitely when you have that inner peace and inner joy it's reflected in your appearance and the two together are like the perfect combination to show what true beauty is. So we're excited to be able to support this podcast. So if you are in Northwest Indiana and you would like a new do and a new you, visit CJ Warren here in Crown Point, Indiana. So let me ask you, as you're talking and as your mom is asking you a question, and hopefully I can form this in the way as you know how my brain goes, girls. Let it fly. Mama's got to find the language for what's going on. Join the club. So I wanted to ask you, so as we are talking about, I believe that because of what came into your life early on in life mm-hmm. brought you shame. Yes, of course. Because I'm not enough, right? Yes. How I was created, how I look, my intelligence, it's not enough. And what I wonder, and maybe you'll know the answer, maybe you won't, that as your mom would say, and you have kind of said, you've kind of known through the years, it was like there, right? Pride pride had become, because I think in some ways what happens, and I want to ask you this, because I haven't even really thought of this, So when you are, what I'm wondering is, is it, was it developed where you said you didn't even know it was pride? Mm -hmm. Was it developed initially as a way to manage the feelings of inferiority? Yes, definitely. So it was done to manage Mm -hmm. and it was done really to survive. Yes. Right. And so... When you are going through everything you're going through internally, because, you know, as I've gotten to know you, I've never doubted that you know the Lord, that you want to please him. Mm -hmm. That is so evident when anybody spends any time with you. Yet I've noticed sometimes, too, there's a struggle, Mm -hmm. inward struggle. mm -hmm. And what I'm wondering is, is do you feel as though that if you dealt with pride 
you would lose your coping mechanism and would go back to feeling how you did of I'm less than and that's the place I guess I'm supposed to be was it kind of a twisted version of humility that it's like that's not being humble that was that's a lie the enemy's going to try and think you don't want to let go of your survival skill because I know in my life I've used survival skills because of like if I don't have the survival skill I'm I'm not going to survive I'm going to go under right was any of it ever that and you may you may say no I don't know I don't think so. Okay. Just because like I didn't like I didn't know it was pride at the time. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Not knowing it, but that was that the coping though that now has a label of pride, but was mm. it I don't know, only way I know how to not be how I am is to become this. And now you want me to let go of this. The Lord's saying, let me, you want to let me let go of that because it's going to take me yeah. backwards. I don't, I don't like the feeling yeah. of the past. Right. So and I, I didn't, know. when the Lord was saying, let go of that, I was so excited to let go of it. Because mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. now I'm not going back. I don't, I don't, I, I view it as a, it's just, it's more of a freedom for me. Mm-hmm. It's a freedom of, from myself. And I've never mm-hmm. been free from myself. Yeah. Yeah. You've never been. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good yeah. line. And, and it's literally the, I'm like, where has this been all my life? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you attribute, though, at this season in your life of 31, correct? Yeah, 31. Of being 31, do you attribute that to a lot of the lot of work that you have done these last two, three years? Yes, of to course. To be able to get to the place where yes. it's not taking a step back where maybe yes. before then you saw it as that's like, I can't go back to that, but I know I shouldn't be what I'm doing, but I got nothing else. Yes, that's absolutely true. I think, yeah, that's true. Because if I didn't do the, my inner healing work, if I didn't you know look at my childhood wounds, if I didn't address that, there's no way I'd be like, okay, God, you want this pride now? There's no way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I would have been like, okay, here it is. But who am I like now? I'm nothing. Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. But now that I know my true identity, and I can literally mm-hmm. say that not in a boastful mm-hmm. way, but in who I am in the Lord, I it's it's a different outcome now. So yes, if I didn't do my work, if I didn't apply myself mm-hmm. the past three, four years of really di- di- digging deep and renovating you, the whole work in that, then yeah, I would have probably kept the pride. Like, oh well, I needed a little bit. Like mm-hmm. so that yes, I. Totally agree with that. And I know too, um, we were, I don't know how many months ago it was, we were having our own come to Jesus conversation amongst the three (laughs) of us as we're trying to work through things, each other's personalities. Oh yeah. Do you remember that conversation where you were on the couch in the other room? Yeah. In your mom's basement in the living room. And it was like, we were, I think we were talking about Instagram or something like that of not yeah. needing to have to show up perfect all the time. Yeah. And you're like, I cannot, I cannot be without makeup. I, I can't, I can't yeah. do any of those things because I have to look good. And you were even embarrassed saying it. Right. But then I remember it wasn't, it was shortly after that, that I saw an Instagram post where you were on there with no makeup I think you then transform into having makeup or something like that I I can't remember what it was it was a story or something like that but I was like I'm so proud of you Mm -hmm. yeah because you showed up just as you and then showed up as well as great as you can look but you weren't embarrassed of this is just me no yeah Yeah. no so that was I think that was 
Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe that conversation might have been a catalyst. Could be. When we all were of just like saying yeah, what's going on Yeah, it could be. I think it I... was, yeah. Like who are you without. Or open I think, the, yeah. Yeah, who are you without, who are you without renovating you? Mm-hmm. Who are you without like that? Like your, your quote unquote mm-hmm. title. And mm-hmm. I think for me that shook me because I'm like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I really had to dig deep. I really had to dig deep with that. Mm-hmm. So Which kind of began that. I, well, I had this title, high school, this title in college, this title at my, my work, career. this title here. What do you mean? You're going to strip a title of me? You know, like, no, that's, that's who you were. Yeah. I mean, again, think, now it's yeah. no problem. But then it's like, mm-hmm. no, I am Bethany. This is what I do. Because you, yeah. you were tied to your, your due and not who you are. Right. And I think that started um, a year ago, right before I had my daughter, Ella, the Lord was stripping me from a a major title in my life that I made my idol. Um, And I think even back then he was starting to do the work, but he's so gracious, you know, he took, he took the times. So at the encounter, the Lord um, encounter at Livingstone's church, it's like a women's conference. It's amazing. But anyway, I went and I brought two of my friends and my whole, the whole time I was like, I know that the Lord wants to deal with fear in my heart and the Lord wants to deal with pride. But even going into that, I'm like, like, you know, like my mom's leading it, my sister's speaking at it. And I'm like, I'm just here as an attendee. And even my mindset was so just like dismantled because I was just like, ugh, like, why aren't I speaking? Like I even asked my mom, like, if you need a testimony, I can go up and speak. Like I was like, find me a place basically. And my mom's like, no, you just need to go for yourself. And when she said that, I was first like kind of ticked. I'm like, what? I have so much to offer. People need to hear from me. Like literally like that's what I'm just being honest and real with everybody. That was where my heart was at. Even though the other part of my heart was like, Lord, take this nastiness out of me. And so it was after my sister spoke, it was the last session, 20 minutes, you know, into it. And even, well, even at the encounter, we were all in small groups and I'm like, hi, my name is Bethany and I deal with pride. So like, I knew it was there and I, and I wouldn't be, I wasn't ashamed of it. I was really, I remember sitting at lunch with my mom and two of my friends and I was like crying. I'm like, I hate this pride. It's tearing me apart. Like, it's so gross. I just want God to just like literally rip it off of me. And so at the encounter, we were doing a worship song and the Holy Spirit just came all over me. I was hunched over just in his presence, couldn't even like stand up. And then I heard the Holy Spirit say, go to your mom. So I ran to my mom and my mom just hugged on me and I just fell to the floor. And I just felt in my spirit, the Lord said, he literally said in my spirit, I'm setting you free of your fear. I'm setting you free of your pride. I'm setting you free of your anxiety. And I just felt this weight just come off of me. And the cool thing was like, my word at the encounter because they have people who pray over each women and they'll write down these words. And so one of my words at the encounter from the Lord was, you are my writing instrument, yield to my hand. Let me write your story. I am a God who redeems the past. I'm a God who brings life to the dead. I am your God. What would you ask of me? Just ask. The pen is in my hand. Mm-hmm. And then my other word was fire starter. And I really wanted my word to be humble, but I'm so glad it was Firestarter. <laughs> I'm like, Lord, please have my word be humble. Like, how cool would that be? And the Lord's just so funny. He's like, no, baby girl, you are a Firestarter. Like, yeah, that's right. I am a Firestarter. So I, even in that, it was so cool because like the whole thing I got of that was just yield. 
just let stop trying to control stop trying to figure out figure out your way like just let go of that and really yield to me because I am I am the one who's writing your story Mm -hmm. and so I got home and I had a friend come over the next day and we just talked about my pride and I listened to this sermon that wrecked me about pride Mm -hmm. and I really feel at that moment the Lord just even did a further work in me like broke me and so I even told my mom this I'm like when I'm reading the Bible now, I feel like I'm reading from new eyes. Mm-hmm. Like it's it, it's insane because I've been a Christian for twenty something years. But when I read the Bible now, like I every everything that the Lord is showing me, it's it's like humility gives you power. If you want freedom from man, if you want freedom in every area, be like Jesus. Jesus was the humblest person on mm-hmm. earth, right? He died on the cross. That how much more like humble do we need to be? And so. Now I love saying, and I know some people will be like, what? That's crazy. I love saying like, I am nothing without the Lord. Saying that gives me so much freedom because in my mind, I was always like, oh yeah, I'm something. Mm -hmm. They need me. I'm this. But now that I'm saying I am nothing without the Lord, oh my goodness, worship is so much greater for me now. I, I sense the Holy Spirit like in the grocery store, like everywhere. Like it's just crazy because my heart is so like, so hungry for the Lord. Mm-hmm. I even had two of my friends say, you look different. I'm like, uh, do I like, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. and I just feel like it was such a huge stronghold in my life and the Lord completely set me free. And I'm realizing I am nothing without him, without mm-hmm. him. I can do nothing, but with him, I'm everything yeah. with him. I'm chosen with mm-hmm. him. I'm righteous with him. I am sanctified with him. I am humble. And so within those words, it gives me so much power. And I just like, I just want to tell everybody more about Jesus. That's just where I'm at. Cause I'm just like, wow, if he could do this in my life, Mm -hmm. like how much Mm -hmm. greater can he do in your life? And what Satan used to try to deceive me, God's like, "Mm -mm." and, and the Lord even told me this, um, two days ago, he said, you are my eyes. And in that Mm -hmm. I was so humbled because I'm like, my eyes were the biggest thing Mm -hmm. that held me back from who I was truly supposed to be. And he said, you are my eyes. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like I couldn't tell myself I'm my eyes. <laughs> no, so no. Even in that, it's just like, even now, like mm-hmm. the deposits are there now when he speaks. It's yeah. just this whole different level. And it's mm-hmm. only the Lord, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you see how pride just so distorts your vision of yourself, oh, my goodness, your vision yes. of others and your vision of God. Cause you read the word and it's like, yeah, I'm doing you a favor by taking, you know, spending time with you. You know, right. I mean, when you think, I mean, pride is any of the sins that we engage in, you know, but it just puffs yourself up to such a place that again, and, and you could say, well, I, I should be proud. I mean, look at what I've accomplished, you know, look at where I was and how I struggled and look, look at look at me now and probably to the natural eye people would go well yeah bethany you have a lot to be proud and accomplished for but only you knew the depth of that mm-hmm. pride that it wasn't yeah. it wasn't pride i mean it wasn't accomplishment it wasn't humility it wasn't god you have put me if i can be used to you great mm-hmm. but it became a sounding board right yeah 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 exactly well i mean i think so for listeners who maybe struggle with pride, 
whether it came out of inferior, right, inferiority Mm -hmm. of feeling Mm -hmm. that way. I think when we do look at it, and maybe you can kind of take us out here as we're finishing up today, so much more we could talk about, Mm -hmm. but we wanted just to be able to introduce it and have you, you know, share part of your journey. Is there, so when the enemy comes now, because I think one of the things to remember is that when you're talking about Jesus, uh, one of his many, many attributes that I think the does stand out in people's minds is his humility. Yeah. And I would say one of the other things that stands out in people's minds as far as his character and what he represented here on earth was his power. And they were able to work hand in hand because they came from a place of what has the father called me to do as I came here to earth? What is my purpose? Right. And I think sometimes we feel like if we take a back seat, we're going to miss our purpose. Yep. We are right, going to yeah. miss our purpose, but we're not going to miss his purpose right. exactly. for us, mm-hmm. which usually exactly. in many ways is a lot it's of the things that we're greater. looking for yep. because he's given greater. He's given that yeah. inside of us, yep. that yep. stirring, that fire starter. It's what he's destined and created us for, yes. the good works to do. So what are give like two or three things that you can encourage men and women both if, if they deal with that. Of yeah. when the enemy comes. Yeah. So it doesn't sound like we had a breakthrough, but now we're back. You know, like what are some things that yeah. you know in your heart that you need to combat that spiritual warfare when that spirit of pride comes and attacks? Because we know yeah. it will. He yeah. will try. Yeah. 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 Well, pride is very deceiving. So I would say first you have to recognize it. Mm. You have to recognize that it's there and you'd be like, well, I'm not prideful. It's like, you can be a humble pride. Mm -hmm. Like you can say, oh, I don't need help. That, well, that's pride. Like Mm -hmm. if you really need help and you're saying you don't need help, well, that's pride. Like mine was just the extreme. You could tell, Mm -hmm. but there are people who are like, oh, I'm humble, but it's, you know, it's still going to pride. So when the pride comes back, you know, because last Sunday it did creep in. Okay. It crept in. And I, I first acknowledged it. I'm like, okay, this is pride. And then I was like, thank you, Lord, for showing me this. I'm not going to feel down on myself. I know you set me free. So I'm recognizing it. I'm recognizing that it's the voice of the enemy. (laughs) It's not your voice because the enemy is like, you should do this or they're not doing this well. And, you know, you could be doing, you know, and Uh the condemnation. But the Lord's voice brings peace and joy. And so I'm like, thank you, Lord, that I recognize it. And then I just, you know, I just bind that spear in the name of Jesus, go back to hell where you belong. I'm a chosen child of God. And I'm like, Lord, forget, like, forgive me, humble me. Um, you know, keep humbling me. I, I pray that every day, Lord, keep humbling me, yeah. keep humbling me. And I'm very self-aware of when the pride comes now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's like the Lord's like, it's like when it will like spring up with Satan will like try. It's like, oh, wait, I recognize I'm shutting that down. Right. It's so because in the past I've been like, oh, yeah, tell me more, Satan. I'm this. Yeah. Why aren't I speaking? Yeah. Look, at they just messed up. I could have done better than them. Like now I'm so aware of it. And I am reading an amazing book, too. So if you are dealing with pride, which everybody does, but, you know, everybody, every believer, I believe, should read. It's called Humility. The Journey Toward Holiness by Andrew Murray. It mm. is rocking my world. Now, the first three chapters, I read it and I was not set free of my pride. So I had to reread it because when I first started, you know, you have pride when you're reading a book about humility and you're like, "Ooh, that's weak. There's no way Jesus was like that. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to like reread it and now I'm reading it. And I'm like crying at every sentence. It's literally wrecking mm. me. Mm-hmm. So... 
Can I add one thing that, that you didn't say that I think is important is you were open and vulnerable to safe people. Mm-hmm. And you shared, I yeah. hate, at that table when you grabbed the three, you said, I hate this, and I don't want this in my life. And this is how it just showed up. Again, you were laughing, but you're like, I'm tired of this. I have mm-hmm. to be set free. I'm not yeah. leaving till I set free. So we got to see her transformation, right? And you, people, which was a blessing, right? Because if yeah. God can set Bethany free, he can set me free, and he can set you free. Yeah. And so exactly. I think you being in a safe community also to the listener. Right, being vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And then I'll I'll end with this last little paragraph because it's so good. It's from the book. And then we can be done. But it says, how can you believe if you accept praise from one another? Nothing can cure you of the desire to receive glory from men or the sensitiveness and pain and anger that come when it is not given. But seeking alone the glory that comes from God. Let the glory of the all glorious God be everything to you. You will be freed from the glory of man and self and be content and glad to be nothing. Mm. Out of this nothingness, you will grow strong in faith, giving glory to God. And you will find that the deeper you sink in humility before him, the nearer he is to fulfill every desire of your Mm. faith. I mean, if that doesn't Mm. make you the most humblest person in the world, then Mm. I don't know what would because I want God to fulfill every desire. So, yeah, get the book. That's so awesome. (laughs) Good stuff, Bethany. And I just want to remind you guys as we're ending here that we at Renovating You, we want to, though we have the microphones, right, so to speak, but actually have the microphones, Mm -hmm. that we do want to talk about the past. Yeah. But we also want to let you know where we are and where we want to go. And that's our hope and prayer for you as well, is that a lot of what we talk about is the past, but it's only to uncover so the present and the future look different. Fully alive, right? Mm -hmm. That abundant life that, you know, John 10, 10 talks about. That's not talking about heaven. That's talking about earth. Earth, that abundant life. And so, well, I thank you so much for sharing it. so good. Yes. It's been great to watch the journey and... Yeah, I just think, um, Bethany, just your vulnerability. And I think that's something I've seen as I've known you for like three years now. But as one, as you've matured as a young woman, also as a mom, Mm -hmm. as a wife, as part of renovating you. But I think the biggest maturity that has happened is just within Bethany for Bethany. Mm -hmm. And when that happens, everything else will blossom as well. That will just overflow. And so I thank you for your just your vulnerability yeah. and your humility, even in sharing yeah. it. Absolutely. And to me, that's a win for Jesus. Yeah. And that's a win for Bethany. Yeah. yeah. Which means it's a win for renovating you yeah. podcast. And a yes. black eye for the gates of hell. So that's, that's good. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So we thank you for joining us. You can find us on Instagram, renovating you, Facebook, renovating you. We do have our community group where we have more conversations like this. What is the. <laughs> For the the community group. How do they how do they do that? Oh, go on our website, <laughs> renovatingyou.com. And then you'll see you'll the community group that. right there and you will sign up. Yes. So you can go ahead and do that again. Stay tuned because we'll be releasing an ebook here shortly. Hopefully this summer. I think that'll be summer by the summer will be good where it's almost written. Yes. And so we're doing some editing and making it all nice and pretty for you all. But it is on spiritual warfare. And mm-hmm. so I think that it's going to be really, really good. It's been it's been great for me mm-hmm. even writing it. Yes. I know Beth, you know, too, Bethany, of just where the Lord takes us and 
how he reveals things to us and the ways in which he does. So we thank you so much for being a part of our podcast. If you want to donate at all to Renovating You, Mm -hmm. we greatly would appreciate that so much. We would like to get this to as many people as we can. And we hope that you have value in it. And if it does have value in it, we'd love for you to give us a five-star review. Even if you want to type great and you're kind of shy of putting it out there, you know, just anything like that just helps us, I guess, rise in all of the podcast algorithm yeah. <laughs> who knows we algorithms <laughs> all of it but supposedly that's how it works i just Let like to rise. talk about we it so like i don't know up. i don't know all the behind the scenes <laughs> learning it thank you so much for bethany thank you beth for raising an amazing daughter and Isn't being an amazing awesome? person yourself thanks alex for being extraordinary and all that you do and i'm denise and we will say see you later renovators bye bye <laughs>